When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. How many blockbusters are there left in the world? We're about to find out. And it's a number that will probably shock you here on the, well, or maybe not, actually. I think it might shock you in reverse, depending on your... Uh, your um, thoughts on the matter, but welcome back to the Colleen and Bradley show here on My Talk 1071. It is Friday, and uh, in for this particular day, myself, Bradley Trainer, along with Holly Roberts and Sonny over at the board. Colleen will be back on Monday. Holly, how many blockbusters are left in the United States of America? This number is going to shock you, Bradley. There is one blockbuster video location in all of these united states now it used to be two however or excuse me three but the last two blockbuster stores in alaska bradley are shutting their doors for good next week this according to the anchorage daily news and that means there is just one blockbuster video rental store still in operation in the entire united states i want to know how blockbuster is still operating one store like is there just like a manager who's just like do 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 like how do they <laughs> call the corporate up, office right. like is there a corporate office I, for one sad little store in aww. oregon you know it must be a situation where the person is franchising the name or is bought the rights to operate the name because i would assume that the business the corporate business structure of blockbuster video doesn't exist doesn't exist just to support this one store um it says the stores in anchorage and fairbanks were the final holdouts um after uh let's see there were 13 stores operating in uh and nine were open in 2016 far from the company's peak of nine thousand. Mm-hmm. so the final holdouts told owners or excuse me the owners told deadline rather that the stores were still profitable but their closure was all uh inevitable yeah and and the reason why these stores were so successful in alaska or at least blockbuster videos were able to survive in alaska is because uh just 62 percent of its population have access to broadband internet so mm. that means if you want to go and see a movie you're not necessarily streaming them you're actually going to go to the physical video store and rent the latest new release oh man you remember going to new release tuesdays mm. yeah um yeah Yeah, I actually was trying to think of a conversation about, you know, like, could we have a conversation like what was it like back when we had, uh, you know, blockbuster video stores or any like video chain? Yeah. And I it's like one of those things where you kind of feel nostalgic about it. But do we really miss it at all? Yeah. No, I don't think I love not having to put pants on. Well, and drive in the snow to get a movie for the night. 
Mixed emotions. Right? I, I don't miss how mean and nasty some of those blockbuster people were. <gasps> oh, oh, no. They were, wow. they were like cocky with their videos. Did you have late fees? Were they snobby? Or it, it, what kind of experiences did you have, Sonny? It was the late fees. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like, no, I'm not <laughs> removing your late fees. Yeah. Right. Well, let me tell you, as a person who worked at a video store, even if you were an employee, you still could rack up late fees. Oh. Yeah. And Why they wouldn't would, be forgiven. How would you really? rack up late fees? Isn't that the weirdest <laughs> thing, though, when you think about it? Like, now, it's like, why would you ever need to get late fees? But we did. Mm-hmm. Lots of late fees. Yeah. Well, I think there was a ritual involved in going to the video store. It's yeah. the new releases would come out, and then you'd be able to look at videos. Now, I do miss actually looking at the physical boxes for the movies because there was a sense of discovery you'd go into a blockbuster video it's friday night you're gonna walk out of there with three movies and maybe a video game but you don't know which one you're gonna rent because you're open to the possibility and you meander and you look and you stop and maybe there's something that you wouldn't have thought of but it's there presented for you and that sense of discovery i feel is not fed by the algorithms in which streaming services organize stuff for you they may in, they're basing things based off of preferences that you've already exhibited. They're like, Bradley, you like Doctor Who. Oh, yeah. You're saying yeah. that the choices are being whittled down for yeah, you. for which you. you. You then might not pick up something that you otherwise might have at exactly. Blockbuster. Yeah, yeah. No, that seems that seems likely. But that does, I don't know that um, what I'm giving up in return is worth uh, did you I put can't, that right? So, like your sense of discovery so, uh, and your pantslessness. I you think can't, my, you can't my desire to stay in my you know grungy pajama clothes that I wear around the house outweighs perhaps accidentally happening upon a good movie. Yeah, but you're also saying that you used to maybe actually put on real clothes to go to the video store. I don't know about you. But oh, you're saying you, you wore like, grubby clothes? To yeah, the, yeah, yeah, you wear grubby clothes to the video store, and you put on pants, but they might not be your best pants, and that's okay. Well, and now, I mean, a lot of people in places that you know probably still would go to video stores are just going to those red box things. Yeah, right? red know? box at every grocery store. When I go to the gas station, there's always a line at the red box near my gas station. Mm-hmm. So you know, well, people, you're already clothed when you're out there. I don't. Yeah. People don't I, don't. I don't. I mean, I don't know. People might be getting. Well, getting up know. to go get red box, but it's usually a, we're already at the store. It's questionable. No shirt, no <laughs> shoes, no service for you. But I even think that's weird, like going to stand at a kiosk to try to figure out what movie you're going to watch, because it takes me 20 minutes to find out what I'm going to watch on Netflix, and then I end up not watching anything yeah. because it took me too long to figure out what I wanted to watch. Yeah. But that's why I'm saying that sense of discovery that you get at a blockbuster video or any video store where you could just wander and meander and no one was going to break your chill, Bradley. Everyone would allow you to just float around and look at things and you could use your imagination. It's just that really fun sense of feeding your curiosity at a video store that I, that I really Holly is like a, she is, you're a, I mean, she's laying it out. I am. I, I like when you set up the, the Friday night. I thought about that yes. when I was in radio school and I, and that's where I still went to was, and there's another one, like a Hollywood video or something. Yep. Yeah. But and going and get the, the popcorn and the little snacks and the, yeah, they'd always, yeah. well, and my favorite thing to do, because this was at a, cause I, uh, loved to own movies. Mm-hmm. So I, I would buy VHS tapes and buy, uh, the DVDs.
And they would always have like sales on used or, you know, mm-hmm. heavily viewed mm-hmm. movies. And so mm-hmm. that's how I would buy a lot of movies. Right. Now I've finally actually stopped, you know, buying. There's no reason to buy anything anymore. No. It I'm all getting weird looks the, from, it, our, <laughs> from our movie expert, uh, Paul McGuire Grimes, who just walked into the studio because he, I know on good uh, authority, actually buys lots of movies in physical form. Yeah, well, the only blockbuster Paul McGuire Grimes that you're going to be able to purchase used movies from is now in Bend, Oregon. Yeah. The last right. blockbuster. Had a, what, he's laughing. We'll find out why <laughs> and why he's still buying DVDs along with what's going to be in theaters this weekend when we return right here on My Talk 107. Why does Paul McGuire Grimes buy DVDs in the year 2018? We'll find out the answer to that question as well as what's in theaters this weekend that you need to watch. Uh, and also, just <laughs> happy Friday, Paul. Thank you. Happy Friday the 13th. And let's be clear, these are Blu-rays that I'm buying. Thank you. Oh, yeah, like that justifies it. Uh-huh. We'll get to that in a moment, but I, I want to let people know, um, because I think we're cut from a similar cloth, but Paul McGuire Grimes from Paul's Trip to the Movies, um, and I apologize because your podcast is now just called Paul's Trip to Paul's the Movies. Trip to the on movies. Podcast One, My Talk 107.1. We have a brand new episode this week all about Marvel in 2018 and how they continue to conquer the box office. It's my husband Ryan and I talking about Black Panther, Avengers Infinity War, and Ant-Man and the Wasp. Okay, so why are you still buying DVDs? Mm-hmm. I love physical feature. I love physical media, mm. and I like the special features. I like popping into the. I like having my 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 shelf of movies, having it nice and full. I feel like I don't own it if I don't physically see it and handle it. Now, how oh. many movies do you own? It's over a thousand. I can tell you. Oh, Barnes and Noble has their fifty percent off sale right now. Oh, my can I tell collection, you, I have to stock. I up. feel like you're me about ten years ago because I used to constantly go to Barnes and Noble because it was the only place that you could find sort of obscure yes. movies, and it will not yes. surprise anyone to know. In fact, in this room right now, there are there's really some disturbingly obscure taste when oh, it comes to sure. movies. Mm-hmm. Um, but I used to spend a lot of time like waiting for things to go on sale, and I was the Barnes and Noble member. So I that still I would am ten percent off. 10%. Yep. <laughs> and then you can get your discount on the coffee. Nobody cares about it. <laughs> but what people, people care this about is riveting, radio, right riveting now. radio. Let's make it riveting by talking about what's new at the box office this weekend. With starting with The Rock. Yes, this is skyscraper, and in it, Dwayne the Rock Johnson plays this safety and security advisor um, at the Pearl, which is this brand new world's largest skyscraper in Hong Kong and just before it opens a group of terrorists break their way in in order to frame him and the owner and he has to make his way back inside before it all burns down to in order to save his wife played by Nev Campbell and their two children I actually heard some surprisingly good things about this movie I enjoyed it. I'm kind of all in on the rock disaster movies because he knows how to do this genre and this type really well. He's a movie star. I expect him to do stunts, to have a little wink at the camera, to do ridiculous over the top stuff. And that is what this movie is. I mean, there's there's no realism here. Let's be quite clear. <laughs> it's just a bunch of stuff blowing up and oh, crashing down. Yes. And, yeah. and you see him like scaling windows and hanging off the building, very much like a Tom Cruise Mission Impossible style. Nah. Then Nev can Campbell is really the star of this. Really? She gets to kick butt. She has a few tricks up her sleeve. She is not afraid to take down the bad guys in order to save her children. She, I mean, I've always have loved her, but she puts her scream kick kick ass pa- oh, kick butt pants on. No, you can mm-hmm. say that. I yeah. can say that? Yeah, it's All right. okay. Yeah. I don't know what the rules yeah, are. No, yeah, fine. No, Those three-letter no. words. We'll panic if you say something <laughs> yeah. really bad. So I enjoyed it. 
Okay, so how many tickets? I'm giving it three out of five. I mean, it's not like the best cinema ever, but But it's it's probably a good movie if you want to head out to theaters and stay cool because it's kind of uh, skanky Mm -hmm. outside. Pure escapism. The Rock, you know, of course, he takes his shirt off at one point. We're seeing mm -hmm. pecs. We're seeing muscles. (laughs) That is what I want to see when you know stuff's going down. Right, and and you see that that will calm me. Things coming off when stuff's. Yeah. Coming up. I almost yeah. didn't say stuff. Oh, well, I'm really, <laughs> we I'm really glad. Well, what this segment. reminds me of, and maybe, Paul, you can speak to this before we move on to the next movie, but this movie, Skyscraper, reminds me of uh, the disaster. Towering Inferno. The Towering yes. Inferno. The and the disaster dis- film. Yes, all those 70s disaster exactly. films. Towering Inferno and die Earthquake. And die Hard. Yeah. Very much that. I mean, it's clearly inspired by those. I don't think it's trying to claim it's the most original premise. The villains aren't, like, super amazing or, like, original. Who cares? Yeah, right. you don't go to watch this movie because you're like, I don't think there might be an Oscar here. Yeah, mm-hmm. no. Um, you go for this movie because you want some escapism, which, let's be honest, our world is all about right now. So. Go see it on a huge screen. They definitely play into like a fear of heights with how they shoot certain sequences, which definitely had me on edge because I have a big fear of heights. So now you also um, you said three out of five, by yeah. the way. So yes. that's that's good. Um, that's something you should actually go see. But I'm curious. Uh, what you want to share with us in regards to this film everybody's talking about, Won't You Be My Neighbor? Won't You Be My Neighbor is one of the best movies I've seen all year. Really? And I think will be in my top 10 of the year. And this is the documentary all about Fred Rogers and how he went from being a minister to then sharing his ministry through public television for children when he saw this need for really needing educational programming to help kids and teach kids how to deal with their emotions and how to love themselves. And it is the movie that we all need right now. Okay, so you think that um, this is something that people are, they don't even realize that they need. Exactly, because he was all about unity and bringing people together and treating everyone with the respect that they deserve. And you really remember that he was way ahead of his time with what he did with his show. And when you're watching the documentary, you realize that he's talking about very adult topics like racism or tolerance. Or he talks about the Robert F. Kennedy assassination with his puppets. Which you don't see on TV anymore. Mm-hmm. Have Daniel Tiger, his puppet character, talking about what is what does this mean? You know what what is Friday King Friday doing, wanting to build a wall? So there's a very particular reason why this movie is released right now, and you just fall in love with him all over again as an adult, and you think about all the people in your life that made you who you are today as a person, and by the end, you will be. A sobbing. Yeah, I was, I was gonna, gonna say. S- I feel like the feedback I keep seeing on social media is that like I was a sobbing mess. Yeah, I was yes. gonna say. Are you gonna ugly cry? I did ugly cry. I went with a group of guy friends, and I never cry at movies. Like I can maybe count on one hand how many movies I've cried at, and it just gave me all the feels. There's interviews with his wife, with his sons, with um, his some wife the- who's still with us, right? Yeah. Yeah. So a lot of the actors that were on the show with him, including Francois Clemens, who was gay who played the black cop on the show. And you learn all about this kind of gay history that there were these rumors that Fred Rogers was gay. Mm-hmm. And he's like, no, I wasn't. And how Francois yeah, Cause how Cl- could like any man be that nice and not be gay? I mean, that's kind of I mean, like truly, how these that's rumors what it come means, up. And, right. Yeah. Because in that time and age, Especially like a man loved, was supposed yeah. to be like, you know, and not emotional. Kids yeah. And was able to gear in on a kid's voice and, you know, and, 
And all these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. And then how Francois Clemens was gay and was out at the time and how he wanted to be out on the show. But Fred didn't want him outed because he was too afraid of losing sponsors mm. yeah. at, that, at that time. Yeah. So it, it just is a brilliant, brilliant movie. Are you saying it's a cathartic? Totally. I want to go experience? back and rewatch all those movies and how he, his voice, and there's a lot of self, he had self-doubt. He had these inner demons that he didn't think that maybe he was good enough or that his show wasn't reaching the right people. He really fought to keep his show on the air when, you know, superhero kid cartoons or violent kid cartoons were really taking sure. over. So how many ticket subs? Did you Four get and a half out of five. So, I okay. loved it. I want to see it again. And you, and right now you see it in theaters. Yeah. Maybe wide release. it'll be streaming. Yes. Um, I, I really quickly just wanted to ask you um, also about a movie that I keep hearing a lot about. It's a documentary about those triplets. Yeah. It's Do called you know three, what I'm talking about? Yes, three identical strangers. It's opening this weekend at the uptown. And the premise behind this is that there were these triplets that were separated at birth as an experiment from what I've heard. And they were placed in other homes. And I don't even think they knew that they were triplets. Yeah, they didn't. And mm. then they, one of them met the other one at college and was like, what, what, what is this? Yeah, what I is going on? People thought that he was the other one. Right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And then, uh, that led to finding out about each other and then finding a third. And then they find out there's a much bigger story that's yes. going on behind the scenes, which is a little nefarious perhaps. But I wanted to ask you where it's playing, and now you've just told me it's actually going to be opening at the Uptown this weekend. I have not so. seen it yet. That might be on the docket for this weekend. We're going to try to go see RBG this weekend. Um, Peter Ginsburg? Yes. That's is that a also, documentary? Yes. I would hope. Not an action <laughs> film. They well, could totally be a, I thought you were going to say RBs. I'm like, oh, there's a movie about roast beef sandwiches. sandwiches. No. Okay. No, no, no. But they are making uh, an actual feature-length film, I think, coming up with um, maybe Alicia Vikander or... Um, the other one, I'm totally blanking. Is it Felicity it is. Jones? Yes, no. that is. Yeah, okay. yeah, it's Felicity Jones. Yeah. I sometimes get the two of them mixed yeah, up. Okay. Know. All right. But that's coming out well, too. Well, Paul, you're going to stick around? Yes, I am. Because I think you're going to be I'm our taking special you down. guest. He knows how to play. Is going to play the the um, throwback throwback live at two forty five. But when we come back, we've got crazy stupid idiots right here on my talk one zero seven one. My Talk 1071. Everything. I am loving. Entertainment. Welcome back to Friday Life here on My Talk 1071. It's actually the Colleen and Bradley show, but we've just thrown all of our conventions out the window. Colleen Lindstrom will be back on Monday. Holly is here for the ride along with Sonny running all the uh, important things. Paul McGuire Grimes has decided to stay with us through this next segment because he's going to play. The uh, throwback live at 245. Thanks for yes. doing that. Mom. Hey, before we get to the next segment, can we do something really fun? Let's do it. 
give away a prize. Oh, oh yes. Yeah. Exactly. We are giving away a pair of tickets to The Legend of Georgia McBride. It's at the Guthrie uh, on Wednesday, July 25th. So be sure that you can go to that specific performance of The Legend of Georgia McBride Wednesday, July 25th at the Guthrie. Fifth caller, 651-641-1071 is going to win those pair of tickets. And I just want to say I'm going to see that show tomorrow, so I will give you a full report next week, but it's a big-hearted, music-filled comedy. There's drag queens, Elvis. Can't go wrong. Oh, exactly. Fun. All right, let's, uh, while we're waiting for somebody to win those tickets, let's do the crazy, stupid idiots. Well then, I guess one could say, that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for crazy, stupid idiots. It sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy, stupid idiots. Dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly over and over again. Oftentimes in the state of Florida. Florida. Yes. Yes. Okay. Well, um, I would like to tell you about a guy from a place that's kind of weird and creepy. Do you know where Talbot, uh, Big Talbot Island State Park is? Mm, is it in Florida? It's in Florida. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So um, I want to tell you about a guy at Big Talbot Island State Park. Okay. Mm-hmm. So a mom uh, was hanging out with her kids there at Big, uh, Big Talbot Island State Park. And she saw something. What did she like? What did she see? A she, Big Talbot? A Big Talbot. Women's well, clothing? Actually, Holly is... Uh, more correct than you yeah. Oh, where'd he go? Yep. So she took to Facebook after seeing what she said appeared to be a big Talbot <laughs> tied to a tree. What? Yes. Wait, was it? Uh, Did she do a Facebook live? Was it a Lorena Bobbitt situation no. where the big Talbot, oh, wow. somebody's big Talbot was tied to a tree? No. In fact, the big Talbot was attached to a gentleman uh, who was completely naked and appeared to be tied to a tree. Okay. So um, a woman posted photos onto Facebook after she, of course, uh, complained about it. Um, Apparently, she didn't think that her children needed to see that. Now, but what's weird about this is that if you look at the photographs, it's just a guy who appears to be blindfolded and tied to a tree with uh, his big Talbot hanging out. Now, when you first said this, I thought that maybe perhaps what you're he is facing outward towards the world. Now, what I was thinking is that maybe he was facing his little Talbot to the big Talbot and maybe doing something with the tree. Oh, no, he was not gratifying himself with the yeah. tree. No, you know, in fact, no, um, the the weird thing is, though, um, they have tried to find out what happened. They've still not. That is the media. They've still not been able to figure out exactly why the man was tied to the tree. Someone else would have had to tie him. Right. Uh, And it also looks like he might be taking photographs of himself. Do you see the tripod that is also in the frame of the photographs? Or it could be that there is somebody who, um, yeah, I guess he could have technically tied himself to the tree. That's a lot of work. Well, but if you're kind of into that thing. That's what I was going to say. But why, like, if you're going to tie yourself to something, why not do it in the privacy of your own home? Yeah, but that's not exciting. Because, like, if the police police show up, you can't run away because you're tied to the tree. (laughs) Well, maybe they think that's hot. This is crazy, stupid idiots. Fair point. Yeah. (laughs) All of you. All right. So, again, we don't quite know why, uh, but we will say that according to Action Jack's News, 
um, they uh, put in a word with the police to find out uh, more details. So we'll keep mm. you up to date. Thank you. Oh, okay, thank yeah. you very much. We're going to move away from Florida for our next crazy, stupid idiot. We're going to North Carolina. Oh, I yes. feel like we haven't been there in a while. But get this, Bradley. We are going to, and and Paul, we're going to an exciting place, a most wonderful, joyous buffet. Oh, a buffet. The, oh, I'm The Golden Corral. Yes. yes I the, tried to go to a Golden Corral once with friends, and we couldn't get in because it was, is it the, the one line that's was here? so long. Yeah. Is it? St- oh, okay. Yeah. It was <laughs> yeah. in a suburb. I don't remember which one. Yeah. It, I think it, the Grove. You, the Maple of the Grove. Maybe, yeah, I yeah. think so. Yeah, it just opened there. But there are plenty of Golden Corrals in North Carolina, including in Mount Airy. Very exciting chocolate fountain. I don't need to say anything else. Uh, Oh, boy. Yeah. So, well, this has nothing to do with the chocolate fountain at the Golden Corral and has everything okay, to do with like, the, 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 the chocolate fountain. Mm, chocolate dipped. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, this happened um, in the ventilation system at the Golden Corral. So in the kitchen of the Golden Corral in Mount Airy, North Carolina, employees noticed that smoke was not ventilating properly from an exhaust vent over the stove. So they were like, hey, what's going on? We need to have this kitchen breathe. So the manager looked into it and discovered that the root of the problem was actually a human being stuck in the air duct. What? That would be one Charlie Edward Walker. He's 59 years old. He lives in Mount Airy and he was stuck in the ventilation of the Golden Corral. Was he trying to get out of a date or something like that? Well, I mean, there are easier ways to get out of a date at the Golden Corral (laughs) than climbing into the vent. Honestly, we don't have any reason why Charlie was in the ventilation system of the Golden Corral. And he was stuck. And he was stuck. So police and fire officials had to remove good old Charlie before bringing him to the hospital. And after he was released, he was arrested. And now he faces charges of felony breaking and entering, possession of burglary tools, and damage to property. Okay, so, so he was trying to steal the chocolate so fountain. Basically, yeah. but his plan was flawed because you can't fit the chocolate fountain in through the ventilation system. Did you see, um, now I'm rem- forgetting who showed me this, this video but the video of the couple that was trying to rob the gas station and then they like shut off the doors and then they were running around trying to escape and the one girl climbed into the vent and tried to escape through it and fell oh yeah we and talked that about that when you movies. were gone bradley she fell oh. back into the super uh the uh gas station like onto a pump uh, no, no, it was like uh, merchandise. It was in the snack oh, section. Right. Yeah, that's a tricky yeah. She like hit the plywood, I think. It was mm-hmm. or, uh, firewood. It was kind of awesome. Yeah. Now, I like to say that authorities, they took him out of the hospital. They arrested him. They charged him. And then they returned good old Charlie back to the hospital for oh. his injuries. That was mm-hmm. nice. Yeah, and was the next really day, nice. he went back to Golden Corral so he could finish his meal. Yeah. If only. <laughs> if I still only. need to go. Have you either of you been? No. Uh, not to this one. Oh, okay. Yeah. Also, Ponderosa's. I, mm. I know they still have. Do you know they have Ponderosa in Puerto Rico? Really? That still exists. Yeah, Ponderosa. Yeah. There's a buffet near us called the Tempanyaki Grill or whatever. Oh, and yeah. it's, of course. It advertises the world's large or the city's largest buffet, and it's always busy. Yeah, I've mm-hmm. been oh, there. Oh, is it good? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, just yeah. don't enter. It's not my favorite the... buffet by any by any stretch, but um, don't I... enter through the ventilation system. Oh, Anybody? Just okay. pro tip. All right. Mm-hmm. Pro tip. Okay, here's another pro tip for you. So, if you do a hit and run, the best thing you can do is uh, stay. Just do the hit and not the run. 
right? Mm-hmm. I mean, don't do the hit, <laughs> but if you're going to do the hit, at least don't run, right? right. Yes, we if you hit, take responsibility right. for the hit. Exactly. You don't want to make somebody else the responsibility of your hit and run. You right. will get caught. But yeah. that is the case of one 41-year-old David Brin of Santa Ana, who's now facing possible charges of driving under the influence kidnapping and other crimes. Oh, is he kidnapping? Well, this whole bizarre incident occurred just before three in the morning. And here's what had happened. Basically, there were there was a, a collision, right? Mm-hmm. And so the guy who did the hit and run hit, then ran. <gasps> um, but he did the hit and run one better. He did a hit and run and kidnap and blame someone else. Whoa, okay. So this wasn't a premeditated kidnapping? No. So this was just like, you know what? I've hit, and I'm going to run, so I, I might as well take ap- something with right. me as a souvenir. So don't leave he, any evidence. So he yeah. hit, ran, jumped out of his car, looked around, saw an ice cream distribution company, and grabbed uh, a guy named Mr. Morales who was working at the ice cream distribution plant. No, you're doing it wrong. He grabbed Mr. Morales forcefully, took him to the scene of the crime, and said to the police, I caught the guy who did the hit and run! Oh, my land. All right. What city is this? This is Santa Santa Ana, Orange County. Yeah, so imagine, if you will, you're doing your job, and some guy comes and grabs you. You might say to yourself, did he not just say, like, hi, no, I didn't do that. Right. Well, Mr. Morales didn't speak English. Oh. Yeah. And so he maybe couldn't defend himself, which makes Mr. Brin the worst person in the world. Horrible. Because he took uh, a total stranger and um, the uh, employee finally was able to Mm. explain himself and uh, Mr. Brin was arrested duly and and taken into custody. Now, this isn't just a love tap with another vehicle. This was a serious, serious car accident. So what happened to the driver in that other car? I think there were, what, four people in the other car? Yeah. That he ran into. Yeah. I thought he was just going to run to the ice cream factory and pick up ice cream. Yeah. I mean, mean, he's doing it it wrong. He's really doing it wrong. (laughs) Uh, I would have gotten away with it, too, if the guy didn't just say I didn't do it. And I was over here working. Right? Right. Oh, God. And then the people in the car are like, yeah, it wasn't. Yeah, no, it actually wasn't him (laughs) because this guy just got out of his car and went running. Yeah. Um, Anyway, he was under the influence of drugs. He was charged with shocking by that run. And uh, he's also suspected of using a stimulant. Mm. Mm. (laughs) 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 That That sounds risque. (laughs) When we come back here on the Colleen and Bradley show, it's time for the throwback live at 245. That's where we play some audio clips. Holly does anyway, and uh, we try to guess them. And the we today is myself and one Paul McGuire Grimes from Paul's trip to the movies. Will Paul? Knock out a home run. Easy. Wow. He's talking a good game. We'll see if he lives up to it when we come back right here on My Talk 107.1. Oh, God, it's time. Here on the Colleen and Bradley Show, that is. Welcome back. I'm Bradley Trainer, along with Holly Roberts today. And here for a very special episode of the Throwback Live at 1240. Look, look, it's only been a week. Oh, really? Is our good friend Paul McGuire Grimes. This segment is really fun, and if you want to watch it live, you can do so on Facebook Live right now. My Talk 1071. Holly, roll that beautiful beam footage. 
It's time for the Festivus Feats of Strength. Actually, it's time for the Throwback Live at 2.45. Sweep the leg. I must break Win just one for the Kipper. Colleen versus Bradley. Oh, nerd versus party girl. In a pop culture audio battle. Now, before we do this, let's go over the ground rules. Rule number one, no touching of the hair or face. And now, your host... Oh, run this Holly Roberts. Ah, yes, it's time for Friday's edition of the Throwback Live at 2.45. Here's how the game works. We'll play five vintage pop culture audio clips. The first to identify three correctly will win today's Throwback Live at 2.45. Colleen and, or no, Colleen's not here. So Bradley and Paul McGuire Grimes are going to buzz in. By yelling out their oh, names. Look at you. Oh, got it. <laughs> I'm telling you, Paul McGuire Grimes is going to be vicious in the throwback live at 2:45. Oh, I don't know about that. Uh, well, I want to find out. <laughs> I want to let you know the total victory tally of the throwback live at 2:45. We've been keeping track of who wins this darn game, and as it stands right now, Colleen Lindstrom has won 44 throwback Jeez, lives. Did she get Rocco to lose yesterday? Yeah. Wow. And Bradley, you're at 39. Yeah. Well. Uh, my, my lead, I still have the biggest lead of all. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. All time. Yeah, you did have a 29 victory streak. Did I have a 29? Yes. Oh, so you won 29 in a row. That was your streak, Bradley, and then you... Oh, Bradley, uh, holy crap, yeah. that's amazing. Yeah. I That that rocks. How did I yeah. lose all these other ones? I don't know. You're going to have to okay, ask yourself. Well, I know after. what your trick is. <laughs> What's my trick? I, I'm not going to give it away. I have Ooh, a trick. I don't even know what I'm trick, but do. I love how you're talking so much smack. Oh, my gosh. Well, so, uh, let's... let's see which gay is better at... Uh, that the games begin. That's right. right. All right. Throwback live at 245. Let's play our first vintage pop culture audio clip. Brad, Paul, please correctly identify this. Bradley Trainer. Bradley. That is, that is. Yeah. Dun, 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 I know it, Paul. No, Bradley, I'm going to give you five seconds. Five. Four. Nope. That's Rocky. Oh. oh! Oh, look at just Buzzer. under the oh, wire. Come on. Just under oh, the wire. You gotta oh. have a little dramatic Ju- tension. Where are people. the judges here? Yes, this is the <laughs> theme to I knew it was Rocky, Rocky but I then I started it. second guessing myself. Like, wait a minute, that's Rocky. Yeah, but right? I guess I bet that Paul knows who composed this piece of music. That ain't the game. <laughs> <laughs> Do you, Paul? Uh, yes. Question number two. Let's go. Oh. <laughs> Bradley, congratulations. You were close. Oh, shoot. Oh, uh, you, oh, no, I didn't mean to do that. All right, Bradley, you have one right. point. Paul, you have zero points. But it's anybody's <laughs> game in the Throwback Live at 2.45. Uh, going on to our second vintage pop culture audio clip. Brad, Paul, please correctly identify this. Look, Daddy. Bradley Trainer. Oh, Bradley. That is Miracle on 34th Street. False. Paul. <laughs> oh, 
jeez. Paul, I'll complete the, the clip for okay, you so we do, can listen. Please do, yeah. Yeah, no. That okay. is the end of It's a Wonderful Life with a daughter life. to Jimmy Stewart. Yeah, Thank true. you. Zuzu. Zuzu pedals. Mm-hmm. All right, Paul. Congratulations. You have a <laughs> you point. You just got one. Calm Back down, Mary. Oh, the game is tied one to one. Paul and uh, Bradley playing the throwback live at 245. Let's move on to our third vintage pop culture audio clip. Brad, Paul, please correctly identify this. Paul. Paul. It's a theme for Downton Abbey. Ah! Yes. I almost said an entirely different movie, though. It's a TV show. It sounded like The Hours, didn't it? Well, yeah, that's a yeah. great score. Ooh, yeah. That's yes. um, what's his name? I think it was. Uh, it's the one who does all the weird scores. Philip Glass. Philip Glass. Mm-hmm. Thank you. So good. Yeah. All right. God, Paul. Paul McGuire. Colleen is so excited right Paul now. Can they not all be movies, please? <laughs> Paul that's Mc- a TV show. Yeah, but it's like a movie Stop on TV. P- please. Stop it. Bradley. He talks about these for a living. <laughs> so do you. Stop you it. You played this 67 times. Okay, fine. Exactly. All right. Congratulations, Paul. You now have two points. You only today. need one more, Paul. That's right. You need one more point to win today's but throwback you're not live. Win. At 245, Bradley. Down over there. Bradley. We're going to move on to our fourth vintage pop culture audio clip. Let's play the following. Please identify it. Bradley oh, Trainer. Paul. The Guardians oh, of the Galaxy. Excuse I am me, Groot. I got that first. <laughs> I am Groot. Guardians of the Galaxy. I won. Yes. Uh, Donnie. No. Donnie, Donnie says I got no. it first. Donnie. Okay. Donnie, like, don't get into this. Okay, sorry. <laughs> I thought I heard Bradley. No. He's closer to you, that's why. I would like yes! a replay. Yes, I won. Facebook I won. Live. Who got it first? Colleen, thank you. Being my inspiration for this, I'd like to thank the Academy. Holly, what did I win today? Oh, wow. thank you for asking, Paul McGuire Grimes, the victor of the Throwback Live at 245. I'm going to let you have this because I'm a nice host. Oh, wow. And when a guest is in your home, you let them win the game. Okay. Okay. Uh, Paul, you didn't win. congratulations! You just won your very own Fiesta Wear set. Ooh, mm-hmm. I've already got Thank one. You. <laughs> I didn't want it anyway. Now, do we have time for that fifth clip? Yeah, we sure. Wow, do. look at you trying to double, triple down. <laughs> by the way, go back and watch the video on that one, and I would like a ruling by the audience. Ah, uh, well, let's play our fifth vintage pop culture audio clip, shall we? Please correctly identify this, Bradley and Paul. Bradley Trainer, that's uh, Highway to the Danger Zone by Kenny Loggins. I already got the point. The Top Gun. Highway. I'm just gonna go over here in the corner and cry now. <laughs> it's all right. It might be What's the final tally? <laughs> all right, the current total victory tally of the Throwback Live at 2:45 is Colleen 45. Bradley 39. Now, Bradley, you could close in and almost be tied with Colleen if you win all the throwback lives at 245 next week. Oh my God, I have to win all of them? Yeah, it's not hard. You've Rude. done it before. You've done it before. Rude. And thank you, Paul McGuire Grimes. Yes, Paul, thank, thank you, you for, for sticking around. Game. Now, what I have to ask you is are you going to be on Twin Cities Live today? Yes, I will. Three right. reviews on Twin Cities Live. Yeah, what are you going to talk o'clock. about? We'll be talking about Skyscraper. And Won't You Be My Neighbor and Ant-Man and the Wasp. Oh, fabulous. Oh, hey, guys. 
Uh, have a wonderful weekend. Thank you. Um, enjoy your victory while it lasts. Oh, we'll I'm have gonna to put have the you back. crown on when I get home. We'll have to. There's no crown. <laughs> no, there's not. I'm sorry. It's not, we're not that we'll fancy. We don't have the budget. On. Is there a Burger King crown or something? I, I, I think we need to have Paul back on Thank so that you. I can defeat him rightly the next time. Oh. Well, in I'll the be meantime, here waiting and willing. Oh. Uh, when we come back. We're not coming back. No, okay. we need to greet our other guest yes. in the studio. Give it up for Donnie. The best players in radio. Pretty good. I'm trying to have a conversation with you, I Donnie. Donnie. The, the best what? Ears? Yes, you have the best ears in radio. Donnie. Oh, look, is that a compliment? No, because you heard that I got my name. I, it first. did sound Donnie, like I heard Bradley. He, first. Bradley is sucking up to you right now. Yeah. I have no problem with that. Hmm. <laughs> Maybe Holly, you could try that sometime. Yeah, so maybe uh, I could. So let's <laughs> have a gander at what our Facebook, uh, what our daily snap judgment was. What was the question we asked our listeners today? Today we asked in honor of National French Fry Day, French fries or waffle fries. All right, so let's we do a poll now on our daily snap judgment. Let's take a quick poll of the room, yes. and find out what you guys thought uh, the correct yeah. answer was. French fries, waffle fries. Did you say Whopper fries? Waffle. Oh, waffle, waffle fries. fries. With yes. the seasoned sour cream to dip. Oh. Uh, Holly? French fries. And I say waffle fries. So, uh, who won? We all won. Yeah, we all won. Yeah, who won the poll? Oh, that's a great question. <laughs> <laughs> Way to be prepared. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Go to our Facebook page to see and vote. I don't know where it is vote. now. It's on the Facebook page. My talk. Oh, there it is. Wait, look. Let's see. French fries. French fries. 56 to 44. Have a great weekend.